Welcome to the intersection of technology, cybersecurity, and society. Welcome to ITSP Magazine. You're listening to a new The Hacker Book Club podcast. You're about to join Angela Marafino as she discusses books written by hackers, about hackers, and for hackers, as well as sci-fi and other tech-adjacent topics. Unwind from the daily grind with interviews with the authors and commentary from the Hacker Book Club members. Knowledge is power, now more than ever. Level Effect's mission is to make the cyber world a safer place by arming individuals with the knowledge needed to defend themselves and their organizations from digital threats. Learn more at leveleffect.com. Welcome to the Hacker Book Club podcast. My name is Angela Marafino, and today we have Chloe Mesdagi. Hi, Chloe. How are you? Uh, hey, how's it going? It's going great. How's it going over there? Good, good. Awesome. Thank you so much for being on the first episode of the Hacker Book Club podcast. I'm super excited to talk to you today. Well, I'm super excited to be here today with you, Angela, <laughs> and the Hacker Book Club. Anything Hacker Book Club. Thank you, my friend. So, I mean, at this point, I'm like, who doesn't know Chloe Mestagi? But some people may need a refresher. So you want to give a short intro on who you are? Sure. I'm just a random person in San Francisco. But, you know, no. Basically, I my name is Chloe Mestagi, and I currently am the founder and principal at Impactive Consulting. It's a management consulting firm. We basically help businesses unlock opportunities to enhance trust, mitigate risk, and become purpose-driven. But you may also know me from other things, such as like We Open Tech. You may know me from ITSP Magazine, the change-making podcast. But also, I have a vice column on Security Boulevard called Ask Chloe. And also, I was part of the Hacker Book Club a long time ago. You weren't just part of it. You started it. So (laughs) (laughs) that's why I brought you on. Look, amongst all the other things that you were doing when you started this, this club, I thought this was one of the coolest things. So did you wake up one day and said, I want to run a book club? What is What was the driving force behind the Hacker Book Club and how did you start it? I think it just sounds like a very basic response, but I'm a big fan of books. I love to read. I constantly want to learn about the world I live in because I think with knowledge comes you know, change. And so to be able to understand more about people and our planet, you have to read about it. And I'm a big fan of nonfiction. Like I, it's really hard for me to get into fictional books, which is funny because my favorite book in the world is The Little Prince, which is a fiction book. <laughs> right. Um, and I absolutely have big love towards Harry Potter because that's the book series that got me into wanting to read in the first place. But other than that, nonfiction books rule me. And so I wanted to read more about people in the industry, but in particular, the hacker community. And the thing that I really love about the hacker community is that they tend to support one another. So when we are reading books about hacker culture, 
the hacker community wants to read them together. Mm-hmm. If it's someone who wrote a book that is about InfoSec or the hacker community, of course, people want to read it too. Well, the thing was that I couldn't find any book clubs already existence that actually celebrates the writers themselves, but also connecting them with the readers at the same time. I love that. Yeah. And I was like, this is, this is a different type of book club. So like that everyone gets to meet the author at some point while reading it together and having discussions and asking questions. And I really, really love that idea because it brings us closer to understanding and connecting more with what we're reading, but also asking the questions where the author may have the answers to, you know, address it. And so the Hacker Book Club was kind of an idea, and I kid you not, I think it was a shower idea, and I tend to get ideas in the shower sometimes. (laughs) That's why I have a really, really high heater bill, probably. I need to get a lot of thinking done. And it's probably back to live in California and there's a drought. But the thing <laughs> is, is that it, it came to mind, like, I want to do a book club. And I remember meeting Tara Wheeler at RSA conference in 2020 before the pandemic took over <laughs> the world. And I had her at an event and she basically had her book with her and she was signing it. And I read this book and I was like, this is, this is something I wish more people knew about. And so that was the turning moment was asking Tara if she would like to be a guest in in like a hacker book club. And she said, yes. And then, then I think I also like grabbed you in and I was like, Hey, Angela, you want to be part of a hacker book club? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> okay. I didn't realize that that was the the moment because I was there at the event that yeah. was held at, at RSA moments before COVID started, right? Yes. Literally moments. moments. <laughs> <Two> <laughs> and sanitizer later. was flying yeah. everywhere. And that event was so cool. And I do remember Tara was so awesome. And she, you know, was like, I'll be in the back signing books. But also if you want to do resume review, come on over have you know time for a couple and let's just check it out it's so cool and i don't remember if you asked me or if i if you were just like hey everybody anybody want to help with the book club yeah (laughs) so cool like you never know when someone will just be like you know what that's a great idea let's just do this so yeah super awesome yeah i know you mentioned a little bit about having the authors come to the book club. I haven't been a part of that many book clubs but i've gone to some meetings with others and it it seems like this is the only one that has the author show up on a regular basis. I think sometimes, right, it would be like a one-time thing. But, yeah. you know, is that kind of what differentiates it for you? I don't know if I'm just yeah, no, I mean, experienced it, enough. But No, I, I think it's – I wanted to do it in a way where, you know, people – meet the author. I think it's one of those things that we read their works, but we never get to know who the author is and see their face. And I think that's a changing point because not only are we reading their work, they've spent hours and days and weeks and months and years just being in their head, trying to put something on a piece of paper. And it's like the most respect we can give them is making sure that they get the recognition that they deserve. Yeah, I agree. I think it's really cool also being able to hear other stories that may or may not have anything to do with the book. Yes. <laughs> um, just things that come up while we're asking questions or, you know, they're just like 
talking about inspiration or anything has been a lot of fun. And honestly, right, I feel as though those conversations are what makes the book club really awesome. Yeah, agreed. That's what the difference is going to be now that this podcast exists, is we're going to be able to bring the authors here and do it in more of a like retrospective, okay, we've read the book. Do do the questions live and then have members who were interested or like super into that book particularly because we ha- you know can only bring so many on a podcast otherwise it gets crazy. <laughs> have them come ask the questions here live and I think you know that that opens up more opportunities and it's kind of a different format. Yeah, but that's but that'd be great because now more people can participate and also hear the recordings and. and- you know, even if they couldn't make it. I mean, we all have other commitments. So sometimes like making it to a meeting is hard. But if we can right. hear the recordings, you know, while we're working out or like, you know, taking a dog for a walk if necessary, like it's like the perfect time to do it. Yeah. And I think, you know, we do like to keep the meetings non-record like we don't record those it, it lets people kind of relax i know he had started to record some at some time for people that missed them but you know yeah. it gives more opportunity for those conversations to open up and people feel freer to just comment i know like for the cult of the dead cow conversations like <laughs> we're like no recording no recording no recording and those were amazing so i'm just gonna i'm just gonna read through some of the books that we've read in the past so i know right so we started with women in tech Practical Advice and Inspiring Stories from Successful Women in Tech to Take Your Career to the Next Level by Tara Wheeler. And I suggest this book to everybody. Uh, I mean, literally everyone since we've read it. And then we did like All of the Tribe of Hackers. Oh, yes. By Marcus Carey, which was amazing. And Jennifer Jen, like they're just excellent. I can't even say enough good things (laughs) about, about those books. Then we did Hacking Connected Cars by Alyssa Knight, which was really cool. And it got super technical and... And it's hard, right? It's because you say, here's this uh, nonfiction book and and we want to go through it. There's also actual techniques and procedures (laughs) to walk through in the book. But then as a book club, you're like, did anyone, did anyone try these? You know, so like, (laughs) it's really cool, but it also makes it more of a interactive piece where if someone is so inclined, they can go check it out, come back and tell us how that went. Right. Or like, did you, did you buy any of the things that were suggested for someone who may want to, you know, do active pen tests against vehicles. <laughs> it's just, it just gets really wild. And then, right, well, then we did do The Cult of the Dead Cow by Joseph Men, who I adore. Yes. Then we did Kim Zetter, Countdown to Zero Day, all about Stuxnet. And then we did, we got stuck in those Tribe of Hackers books, yep. which is really great because we, we did. Hackers. Yeah, we did the original, then we did Red Team, then we did The Leaders and Blue Team. It's it's great. I wish there were more, honestly. Penchester Blueprint, Philip Wiley. Can't say enough good things about Phil. And then Kim Crawley was also, you know, involved in that. That, yep. book's, that book's great. I love talking to them. Like my go-to book when someone's like, how do I get into pen testing? I'm like, here's Here the book. Go for it. Here you go. <laughs> yeah. And then, I don't know if you were still around when we did the Raven by Sue Lowe and this one was geared towards uh, young the young adult crowd which is really great because we had some teens come on mm-hmm. and talk and just share their experiences and it was just so cool to see them get interested in cybersecurity and so that was a totally fun different aspect of the book club in general 
Okay. And so I think I took over around that time, but which one of those is your favorite or anything that stands out from some of the (laughs) conversations, from some of the conversations we had with the authors? I mean, all of them were great. Like all of them were great. Yeah. I think one thing that really sticks to mind is the tribe of hackers. And that's just because there were so many tribe of hacker books. But the cool thing was that we didn't just get the authors on there. We also got the people that contributed to the book as well. And so every every book club meeting, there was like two to four of those people that, you know, contributed a chapter to the book. And that was really interesting because I think not only did we explore what was in the book, but a lot of guests were asking questions about what to do with their career or career advice. And I remember we had this one conversation was that do certs matter? Oh, yeah. And I think Ian Coldwater was on there and she's like, I didn't have a cert and I turned out fine. And I think that was like a really great moment for something that really sticks in my mind because, Mm -hmm. you know, I think we've always had that debate. Do certs matter? Do they, are they needed um, to get your foot in the door or to have a role? And yeah. And and it just seems like a lot of these, a lot of our meetings, the book club meetings, that question kept coming up for like a good number of books outside of Tribe Hackers. And it, once yeah. again, it kept showing up. It's not needed. Yeah. It's still, <laughs> question gets asked every day, right? Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> every, everyone will give you a different answer, but listen to Ian. Yeah. You know, the, that series was so cool because it was even really interesting to see the way that the conversation flowed based on which book we were talking about. So like the red team conversation with Jason street, I know we didn't record (laughs) that one. We didn't record that one and, and it was great. And everybody, you know, it was like very passionate and we got to talking about diversity and inclusion and it was phenomenal and i really do wish we had recorded it so we could like go back and hear it but it was it was so good and then the leaders in the blue team the blue team book is like people that want to defend and not that everybody doesn't want to help you know but they're more the helpers and and then the red team's more like the attackers and like you can feel the vibe (laughs) oh my god the difference was so amazing yeah it's so cool and then the leaders i mean you know i'm not gonna i'm not here to like to my own horn, but like I'm in the leaders book, right? So like yeah. when it says leaders, you know, that doesn't mean like all C-suite execs. Yeah. It means leaders in some way, shape or form, which is what I love about it because there's so many diverse backgrounds in that book and you can get so many different perspectives. And again, right, like all the way it's laid out is really great because it's the same question for each individual that's interviewed in the book. And then you can flip through if you have like one burning question you unanswered and it's it's one of those questions or at least close enough, you can get everyone's perspective. And I love that you don't have to read it front to back. Yeah. I think another discussion that like came to mind was the cult of the dead cow when we got all the members of the CDC on there. That was that was remarkable. And that was such a good conversation. Like and none of the we can't talk about them, of course, because it was private and it was not recorded. But I just remember that just being like, wow. They were just, the best. Wow. I, I don't want to have favorites, but I think those were my favorites. Those you know? were, yeah, confidential conversations <laughs> are the <laughs> best so, conversations. I mean, some of them were politically heated. It was oh, awesome. So- <laughs> it was awesome. Transparent. But what I really loved is like we invited those guys to like meeting one, like when we typically would have the author come and Joe was there. 
And then they were like, you guys do this every week? Like, we'll come back. And they kept coming back. <laughs> and I was like, thank you so much, Death Veggie. I love you. Just because they're so interesting. And yeah, that was just truly uh, an event in its all in itself. I just remember Joseph being like, I'm like, we're looking forward to having you on it. And then like, oh, I think 30 minutes before, he's like, hey, some of the CDC members are going to join. Yeah. And we were like, what? Okay, yes. great. Excellent. Yes, we love that. And I just yeah. remember how it just it kept coming back. Yeah, it, it, was, it was honestly a blast. Fun. I would that do that again. Fun. I would do that again in a heartbeat. Yep. CDC, we're coming back for you. Anytime. <laughs> <laughs> Anytime you're welcome. And then, you know, Alyssa Knight. <laughs> when don't you want to talk to Alyssa Knight is the real question, right? Oh, yeah. She's phenomenal. That was kind of cool because I'm a huge fan of hers, but Unless someone is already into the right, connected cars, following her, following that kind of work, it's new to people. So for people in the book club to read Hacking Connected Cars and talk about the tactic, the TTPs, right, mm-hmm. of that and hear her stories, I think that was really exciting because, you know, Alyssa has stories. So it wasn't just, here's how you do it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, here's it how was, you do it. Now we're going knee deep into this. Right. I've been overseas. I've worked with all these different, you know, it's just the background of her and her career and how it's developed into this niche yeah. thing, which now she's doing all kinds of other stuff with video production. And like I, every day I'm like, yes. That's um, like, that's a person who's a badass who's like incredibly super empowered. Super, super empowered. Such a badass. So, you know, this isn't just a book club. This is like, this is like a cybersecurity technology professional yeah. <laughs> interview experience. Yep. And like, yeah, some of the books we read are are technical in nature, and then some of them are not technical in nature, which is great because, like, no matter where you are on, on that spectrum, yeah. it will work for you. Absolutely. Then it's really interesting because we may read books. So, for example, Kim Zetter's Countdown yeah. to Zero Day, all about Stuxnet. Then there's other books about Stuxnet, which makes it interesting because you can read hers, then you can read another one, and then we can compare notes between yep. the books. And even if sometimes, even if the book, another book on a similar topic isn't like on our list to read, our members will go and read them themselves and say, now I'm going to go see what the difference is. Is there any additional information since this may have been written more recently or something like that? So it's really cool to see where people branch out. I know, back to the CDC one real quick, I know Joe is really good about footnotes and and resources. And that was one of the ones that had a million things to go research, right? Yeah. And so that makes it really fun, too, because then you're like, I know we're done reading this book, but I have a year's worth of resources (laughs) and and references to go check out on my own if I'm so inclined, which is so much yeah. fun you get to go beyond the pages of the book and i you know yes. and that one of the things that i really liked about going back to like kim zetter's book was that the research and the investigation work that she did for that book blew my mind yeah so thorough so thorough and really captured like the scenes and that was something that i you know, it was a book that I couldn't put down in a sense at times because it was just like, wait, what? It was like, I don't know. It was kind of like, it seemed, it was just really well done. 
overall. Yeah, I agree. And I don't want to give away stuff either. Here. Yeah. People I agree. Read the book. <laughs> I agree. And there's some books that you read and you're like, okay, and I'm not I'm not saying any of these any of these in particular, but just in general, books that you read that you read and you're like, that was nice. And and then you don't remember really much. Yeah. About, like you you don't <laughs> you know what I mean? You don't refer <laughs> I guess that's more fiction. But <laughs> you're this like, is why I don't read fiction. <laughs> you know what I mean? It may touch on a subject and you're like, okay, I kinda get it. But I feel like after reading Kim's and Stuxnet, like you don't forget about Stuxnet. You don't like, hear that word and you're like, I kind of understand. No, you understand after the, yeah. <laughs> after that book. And then, yeah, back to this Pentester blueprint. That's so cool because Phil and Kim are so different in their career paths. Yep. And that's that was just a blast to be able to have both of their perspectives in our meetings to be able to answer all kinds of questions yep. from people and just like give advice. I just, I, I honestly... I am so thankful they made that book because it's made my life easier in some ways. Because <laughs> now I just like, oh, you want to be a pen tester? Here, here's the book for you. Now yeah, go get it. <laughs> exactly. And then read Tribe of Hackers. That's the other one I tell people when they don't know uh, like what field or role that they want to get into, or they're like really starting to look at cybersecurity as an option. I always say read the first Tribe of Hackers book. And then from there, Go with other books to see if you're more on the red team or on the blue team. And that really starts good conversations because once I give them that assignment, you know, they will come back and be like, okay, I've realized I want to be on the defense or I realized I want to be on the offense. Right. And that helps because then I can connect them with mentors that are better suited for that. Exactly. Yeah, I know it's, it's hard for people starting out to know like what they want to do. And it's hard if someone says, but what do you want to do? Because I can't help you. Yeah. <laughs> you have some idea. So th they are, that is the, that's the perfect way to kind of figure it out. And, and Kim, you know, has uh, recently published a new book, which is eight steps to better security. Yep. So she's just full of great advice and just like literally helping everyone out. Like yep. everyone. I love it. I love it so much. So, you know, after you, after you handed the torch over to me, I did pull in some fiction. I, I did. So we started to read fiction. And then, like, in between the fiction, I was like, I'm fascinated with AI. So I was like, let's read some books about AI. And then at some point, one of our members was like, can we stop reading depressing things? And I was like, yes, back to the fiction. All right. <laughs> I have to admit, I think InfoSec is incredibly dark. Like, it is really dark. The work that we yeah. do is dark. Everything about it is dark. So, yeah, you kind of need some happiness once in a while to survive the darkness and find that yeah. light somewhere. <laughs> it's, not a, it's not a depressing book club. I promise we have a lot of fun. It's very laid back. Just but industry yeah, people. Just industry-wide. Just got that way. Just got that way. No, so we had we had Amy Webb's book, which was The Big Nine, on our list last year. And, and that's great. And that's all about the tech titans and their thinking about how machines can, like, warp humanity or whatever. Um, so that touches on some AI. And, and it really is, like, the, the point being, you know, eventually certain countries may be more advanced and take over hypothetically. So, you know... It's not necessarily depressing. It's just like, hypothetically, this could go really this could go south quick. At some point, we started reading the 20... Are you familiar with the 2600 magazine, what that is? No. 
It's called the Hacker Quarterly, and it's been out for decades. Very cool, very like, it's a magazine, so zine but it's got like people you know people write in they ask questions there's like a classified section where you could say like you know i need a job or i'm looking for someone i'm selling a computer whatever it may be but there's also like opinion opinion pieces and like tech news but yeah it's still going so we we read one of those which was really fun and also kind of a good one to not record because it got a little heated. It was, I think, it touched on some political gotcha. political stuff in the magazine. And you can tell kind of which way they lean. So that's yep. <laughs> always always up for some arguments. But, you know, good, healthy debates are part of our, our book club, which is amazing. Uh, but that was fun because it was a short one. And, and it just like, you know, it was kind of all over the place. Like there's there was someone like a kid that wrote in that was like, I don't know who else to ask, but I've been locked out of my, like, Roblox account, and I can't get my stuff back. And they were like, there are bigger problems in the world. Oh <laughs> that was the response, and I was like, oh, Roblox. Um, so that's very cute. But yeah, that was that was awesome. Then we did Exploding the Phone by Phil Lapsley, which I don't know how, how much, uh, like, phone freaking you've read about or heard about or gotten into but it was fantastic it's such a cool story about all the phone freaking that happened you know when we were before we were born or when i guess like in the 80s 70s you know when it was still a thing you could actually do and that was so neat and so i happened to live down the street from this building that is it's called the communications museum Mm -hmm. it's pretty much like an unmarked building and there's like one little sign on one side of it that's like museum open on Sundays. And like, how would anyone know this is here? The only reason I know is because I've walked by it. <laughs> but you go inside and it's all these old phones and like relays and like a room full of old equipment they would have used to actually make phone calls. And they sh- like you can take a tour and they'll show you how it worked. And you can sit down at like a switchboard and like it's really cool. So Phil had actually been there in the past. Like the book was there in a case. So it's like these stories can take us on adventures and like being wow. being like in the industry of like something similar, right? Yep. Like I'm willing to go or people are willing to go check things out. And it just makes it like that much more fun. So I like I brought back pictures <laughs> <laughs> and like talked through it, you know. And so there's just there's so much we can do with this book club, which just makes it so much fun. Yeah. This month, we actually had someone offer to provide us with books. So we're reading Modern Cybersecurity. And there's so many people in that. So Chloe, like, what's your advice for anyone just thinking, maybe I should check out this book club? I would say, you know what? It's time to get off of TikTok and open a book (laughs) because we could all use a distraction right now, I think. But the thing we have to understand is that books are what makes society learn and grow from. And what we really need to do in InfoSec in our industry is to keep on growing and learn from our mistakes. And I think books really showcase the mistakes that we have made and where we need to start pivoting and learning to do better. And and that's what I really, really admire about the Hacker Book Club is that it's a place where people are coming together 
not just to read about books in the in- industry because they're passionate about it, but also because I think there's all a part of us that want to see changes and want to see how we can play a role or at least how we can start working together towards something a little bit more meaningful. That was amazing. I totally agree. And for anyone who, you know, may be short on time, I have a, I have a lot of people that say I can't make this day or I didn't really have time to read. That's okay. I encourage people to come even if they haven't read because then maybe they'd get interested in reading the book by hearing us talk about it. So I fully support people coming. Even if you don't have time to read right now, add it to your never-ending book list like I know I have, and I'm sure you do too, Chloe. Um, <laughs> yeah, just go to my Goodreads. <laughs> right, right. And and I'm no stickler, so like, if you want to join light, that's fine. If you want to drop early, that's also fine. <laughs> There's really no, no rules other than just like, you know, be nice and respectful. And that's pretty much it. So very laid back. I'm super excited to continue these podcast episodes with authors for them to share more about their books. So I'm super excited. I really appreciate you joining me, Chloe. And thank you so much for catching up with me about all things Hacker Book Club. Level Effect's mission is to make the cyber world a safer place by arming individuals with the knowledge needed to defend themselves and their organizations from digital threats. Learn more at leveleffect.com. We hope you enjoyed this episode of the Hacker Book Club podcast with Angela Marafino. If you learned something new and this podcast made you think, then share itspmagazine.com with your friends, family, and colleagues. If you represent a company and wish to associate your brand with our conversations, sponsor one or more of our podcast channels. We hope you will come back for more stories and follow us on our journey. You can always find us at the intersection of technology, cybersecurity, and society.